You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Lamel Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell interviews Sheila Coates, the founder of BYOB, Be Your Own Brand. Sheila breaks down how to properly brand. You must be it, define it, and look it. Let's join the conversation. Be your own brand. Sheila, how are you this evening? I am fabulous. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And I'm excited that you are here. But before we get into what it takes to be your own brand with Sheila, I want to welcome all my listeners near and far to the show this evening. And if you're a new listener, I'm extending a very special and warm welcome to you. And I know Sheila, I know you got some folks from the Los Angeles metro area as well as here in Chicago listening. So thank you to her supporters. That's right. That's right. So I'm sure all my great people in L.A. are listening. And hopefully they'll call in and ask a few questions later on. I'm looking forward to it. Over the last month or two, we've discussed topics about creating a purpose, We've also talked about how to use inspiration and motivation to move into action. And we've even explored the question of, are you a winner? So, Sheila, I have to ask you, are you a winner, Sheila? Definitely. I figured you'd say that. Uh, So, of course you are. And later, I want you to share with our listeners this evening how they can create a winning brand, since you're all about uh, being your own brand. Now, if you've missed any of the shows I talked about, you um, you missed some good stuff, but please know you can check out my blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com and read the last four or five posts to get the premise of what we've been discussing lately. And uh, you can also get on your computer right now and, and go to the website, inspirationalperspective.com, to find out who Sheila is and look at what we'll be talking about over the next hour. And uh, if you need to search it on the website, just search Sheila Coates. And that's C-O-A-T-E-S, right, Sheila? Exactly. Okay. Um, and while you're out there, make sure you subscribe to the blog. That way you don't miss another post. And uh, you can also search for the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page on Facebook. All right. Sheila, how can our listeners find you and interact with you during and after the show? Well, there's several ways. You can go to my website, which is www.byobunlimited.com, and that's unlimited spelled out, okay. www.byobunlimited.com. You can also find me on my Facebook page, which is BYOB, in parentheses, Be Your Own Brand. All right. And what about Twitter? And Twitter is Sheila C. at Be Your Own Brand. All right. Excellent. So, uh, you know, engage with Sheila during the show. Um, you can also engage with me, Sheila. We have some people who, you know, they're, they, they're a little shy. They don't call in. But what they will do, they will tweet you and they will hit you on Facebook. So make sure you're watching your uh, your page. I definitely will. I look forward to it. OK. Sheila Coates, everyone. Sheila, welcome to Inspirational Perspective. Thank you. Thank you. And now, you know, I have uh, some questions for you and I know my listeners do as well. 
No. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got quite a few tweets and um, a couple of Facebook notes throughout the day in anticipation of the show. And uh, so I think you should be looking forward to uh, some good questions. But All first, right, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, I want to make sure everyone knows exactly who you are. And so I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, we'll give you the cliff notes um, okay. as not to bore anyone. I'll give you the 25-cent <laughs> version. Uh, I'm, uh, I always like to say I was institutionalized, not incarcerated, institutionalized <laughs> for over 20 years because I was a corporate executive. My background includes newspaper, radio, and then ultimately working in the music industry. And it was always in promotion and or marketing, and uh, at the time they weren't quite calling it branding, but always had a branding element. Okay. I'm from Northern California, Sacramento to be exact, and then I always like to say by way of the Bay Area, and now uh, living in Los Angeles, but I also spent a few years in New York. I am an avid traveler, love travel, I love people. And I love really what I do in terms of helping people understand the power of their brand. I am uh, the daughter of a mother, uh, and we can get into this later, who really was telling me that I had a brand all the time, but just didn't use the word at the time. But she was always emphatic about being who you were created to be and had no problems telling me what I couldn't do and then telling me right around that same time what I can do. Don't worry about singing. If you asked me to sing, I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> I really couldn't, which was ironic that I'm, I spent so much time in the music business. But she would always say, but your gifts are this, this, and this. And this is what you're good at. And when you stay in that lane, mm. you excel. Nice. It sounds like your mom and my mom read from the same manual, I'll tell oh, you. Definitely, definitely. So that is a little bit about my background, and I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more. But ultimately, I think I was just born to brand that's man that's wonderful and you know sheila you you you're humble because there's more so let me share a little bit more about sheila you are <laughs> all right so you know sheila is directly responsible for helping many a-list celebrities and uh, you know some of the names create a personal image some of the names are diddy babyface mary j blodge uh, monica angie stone faith evans so you know who these guys are also uh lenny kravitz uh, deborah cox and uh, quite a few others. And Sheila, she, she talked about being uh, in the institution, but over two decades, Sheila, of entertainment experience. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and expertise in branding, marketing, uh, artist development, lifestyle, and, and business strategy. So, you know, if, if anybody has uh, the pedigree to have this conversation, I would say that uh, Sheila Coates does. And she held executive positions with organizations like Sony, BMG, uh, EMI Capital, Arista, Virgin. You guys know these names. MCA, Zach's over there shaking his head like that's what's up. MCA and, uh, <laughs> and Hidden Beach Records. So, and uh, while you were doing that, uh, you were handling some multi-million dollar budgets. So, you know, other people trusted her with their brand. Are you willing to trust her with your brand tonight is the question. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And then she also has some creativity and uh, image branding talents that showed up in a couple of uh, or no, a number of performances for the Oprah Winfrey show, the Grammys, the American Music Awards and the Today Show. So 
Uh, and I, I think there's many others there. So just a little bit, since you since you didn't want to hit them up with it. Well, it uh, always uh, sounds so much better when you say it. So, oh, yeah, you know. of course, of course. <laughs> and, and not too long ago, you did a, a couple of interviews on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, correct? Definitely. I have to give props to Steve Harvey and his team um, for having me on the show and believing in BYOB. And, uh, you know, they have really been supportive but they he gets it he understands the power of branding and has said you know <laughs> i'll be back i'll be back on his show so oh yeah hey, hey see steve harvey understands the power of branding let's say that one more time of course he does of course <laughs> he, he does understands the power of branding yes absolutely excellent and so sheila i'm gonna get right into the questions you know because i got some questions i want answered and uh you know, I haven't had a, a chance to get a full hour with you quite yet. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've stolen a few moments here and there in our busy schedules to connect. Um, but my first question is, you know, what does be your own brand really mean? Well, I can tell you, first off, it doesn't mean bring your own booze, because I do get that a lot <laughs> when people say BYOB. I can but imagine. But the reason why I like the, the title for it, because one, it gets you to remember it. Uh, and you always want to leave an impression on people, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But it it means just what it says, that everybody has their unique gifts. And no matter what they are, that combination, they're kind of like your fingerprints, you know. Mm-hmm. They can be close, but they're not quite. The same goes into your brand. And as I say to young people, be your own brand because everybody else is taken. Would you want someone else's fingerprints? No. So you don't want anybody else's brand. And it's it has a spiritual aspect to it because as a man thinketh wow. so is he so we talk about that a lot on this show Sheila oh okay see we're oh, yeah. right in line then as a man thinketh yeah, as James a man Allen. thinketh so is he so what yeah. your brand is are those unique gifts what makes you you and that's the essence of be your own brand because we speak volumes without saying a word people see you they immediately think something before you open your mouth isn't that the truth yes isn't that the truth so you know that makes a lot of sense to me and so we have this this unique fingerprint on who we are, which is our brand. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you kind of help this come to life. So why is having or even knowing your personal brand important? Well, it's really evident in everything that you do. You just don't recognize it. That's why celebrities can get you to believe what they want you to believe, and you follow them, and they got 40 million people on Twitter mm. staring at their every word because the good ones, understand that it helps you leave a great first impression. And you don't get a second chance to leave a great first impression. And that doesn't just bode well with celebrities. That's with trying to go get a job, introducing yourself at a network function, having to speak at a podium at your office. You don't get a chance to make a great second impression. You have to make a great first impression. So knowing your brand helps you leave a great first impression. It can help you find a job because it's going to help you define where you should be and where you should be going where you can excel. It's going to help you in your interview, because what's going to separate you from the gentleman that has the same credentials as you and possibly has the same background as you is what you bring to the table that's a little bit unique. Your brand can help you do that. It's going to give you that competitive edge so you stand out in a crowd without trying to stand out. Now, we can stand out by standing on our head, but then you got people thinking something else about you. I like that. I like that. So what you're saying is it's a way to embody your difference in a way that, in a lot of ways, kind of 
helps you exude who you want to be in a very positive way. And I love how you say it, because you don't get a second chance to leave a first impression. You don't. And you, how do you know how to be who you are unless you understand what your unique gifts are? And so branding helps you understand that. It helps you embody that. It helps you be consistent, and that's the key to it, is being consistent and authentic. We've all met those people when your eyebrow goes up because mm-hmm. something just isn't right, <laughs> and you're trying to figure it out. Right, right, so, yeah. Because one day you met them, and they were this, and then on Thursday you met them, and they were this. But when you're consistent and authentically you, because it's uniquely who you are, uh-huh. the way you were made, you can deliver that all the time. Love it. You got, you got me and Zach over here both smiling. We're laughing. All right, look, I, I got another question for you. Okay. All right, because, you, you know, so we're talking about this personal brand. So how does one go about creating a personal brand? Because I know that's going to be the majority of the questions that we get this evening will be around, you know, so, okay, all right, and I'll even take myself, right? You know, so I'm pretty clear on my brand, and, I, you know, I've been going at that for quite some time. But for someone who's not really clear, maybe they're younger, you know, how do they go about, you know, creating this personal brand or identifying? What are the steps? Well, it's three steps. But I will say the first step is the most uh, intriguing, hardest step for everybody to get. Because step number one is define it. You have to define yourself for yourself or someone else will. And so step number one takes the longest time because we all like to be things that maybe we're not. We all see someone that we will kind of like, oh, I like a little bit of what they do. So really understanding what makes you unique and what you can project is the hardest part. But step one. Define yourself for yourself. What are those top two to three things that you do that you know you can do without even thinking about it? Now, we all have about 20 gifts, mm-hmm. and you've met those people when you've gone into a you know, networking function and your eyes glaze over because they immediately start telling you everything about themselves, right? right they, the, you know the, what? I like the, to read, and then mm-hmm. I run, and then I work with the dog, and then I go out in my garden. What? Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> two to three things that make you unique. That's the first step. So find those two to three things that separate you from, from everybody else. And that's hard. I, I'm going to say that again. That is hard because we like to be some things that we don't necessarily possess. But step number two. All right, but be so before you, before you go to step number two, because okay. I, I, I want to make sure that the audience really hears you clearly because what you said is so step one, the real the piece that kind of takes all this to the next level is Two to three things that makes you different from everybody else. Exactly. That may, and, and you're not even looking for your differences so much. It's just looking for what you can do naturally. Like, let's take, um, we can take a person or we can take a Mercedes. Mercedes doesn't worry about comparing themselves to BMW. They have found that whenever you look at that emblem, something comes to mind. Hmm. And I don't care where you are in the country. You think first class. You think luxury. You think dependability. I like so, that. Those are the three things that they define themselves with. BMW is performance. Mm-hmm. Right? It's driving. It's the ultimate driving machine. So they deliver a different brand. If Mercedes says that they're first class luxury and dependability, those words produce an action. So let's take a person. If Steve Harvey, we were just talking about Steve Harvey, right. he says, and even if you go to his show, those words will come up on the screen. He says, I'm straightforward. I'm humorous. I have good common sense. That's his brand on top of his comedy. Now, he can't say those words and tell you that he's humorous and never make you laugh. 
That's that's true. That is right? true. Yep. He can't say he's straightforward and never cut through the chase. I like that. I like that. Okay. He can't say he has common sense and never just break it down in a very common denominator. So you use those your brand to separate you. He's not the only comedian. Right. He's not the only talk show host. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for his brand of whatever he does, then you know when I come to him, this is what I expect. If I want a Mercedes, I'm looking for dependability. I'm looking for luxury. I'm looking for first class. Got it. Got it. It All tells right. people what they can get. Okay. So, All right. So let's go ahead and move on to step two. So step two is be it. When you say it, you have to be it. And action follows every one of those words. So if you say you're first class, I can't sell you a lemon. If you say you're luxury, I can't <laughs> give you plastic true. seats. This is true. If you say you're dependable, you better not break down on me when I start the car. Mm-hmm. When you define who you are, there's an action that goes to that. So if Lady Gaga says she's out of the box and bold, that's why she can show up in a meat dress. Yep, because that's what you, you know. That, that's what you say. So that's very profound. You know, so step one, you identify. But then you what you're saying it. is step two is you have, you to, have to step into it and you have to be it. Be it. So step one, define it. Mm-hmm. I made this very simple because I, I do know that people really like to figure out how do I get started. Right. Step one, define it. Step two, you have to be it. You can't say you're humorous. And not make people laugh. No, right? you can, yeah, you have a very short career. Exactly. If anybody <laughs> listens to you, right, you might not even make it past the, uh, you know, the, the nightclubs. <laughs> exactly. You have to say, if you say something, you have to be something. The third step is you must look it. Mm. So let's go back again to Mercedes. If they say that they're luxury and then they're being luxury, because if you walk into a Mercedes showroom, you get a different feel. You have to look it. Their cars look like luxury. They're not giving you plastic seats. They're giving you leather seats. When you walk into their showroom, it looks like a luxurious showroom. It doesn't look like a cheaper showroom. Even their mechanics all wear the same clothing. This is true. Because they're, they're not letting you come in there looking like anything just because you work on cars. They all wear the, a similar look. You can't say something and not be it. Again, let's go back to Lady Gaga or even a Steve Harvey. If you say certain things, you have to give me a certain look mm-hmm. so that as soon as I see you, I get an impression. I like that. And I'm guessing this is one of the reasons when you look at you know, artists, they keep a similar look. They don't change, you know, they'll change the look a little bit. But for the most part, you know, they're going to keep a certain look because I guess if they change it up too much, then, you know, they're outside of their brand. Well, exactly. And they know what they're trying to possess. So it doesn't mean that you're wearing the same clothes. It doesn't mean that you wear the same thing every time. You wear what's appropriate for the event, but you get the same energy. Let's use Beyonce, for example. Mm -hmm. If she's defined herself as hot and sexy, even when she's sitting at a basketball game with her husband, She's got on five-inch heels, and her hair is flowing. She's got to be, yeah, she's got to be. Because she's defined herself yeah, that way. Yeah, she's got to. And she knows she can deliver that, really, without even thinking. She can be walking the streets of Cuba, and you'll still say there's something hot about her. I like because it. Because it's yeah. her natural energy. She's not trying to be, I just am. 
You know what, Sheila? That is that is so profound. And one of the reasons why is because I know often, especially young people, they get caught up in trying to be like everyone else. And being like everybody else is not what makes you, you know, uh, one of these artists or uh, takes you to the level of success that uh, we see for the people that you've helped. So what I want to do is we got a couple of callers here. I'm a, I want to jump to some callers, make sure we get some of their questions answered. And so uh, we got Tommy from the South Side. Tommy, you're on the air with Inspirational Perspective. Well, once again, uh, Linnell, and, and uh, a very uh, good evening to you, uh, Miss Sheila. You know, Linnell, I call you uh, because I think it's absolutely important that we uh, promote uh, a show such as yourself because uh, most of the time we spend time talking about who did it, why. And in this case, Ms. Sheila, we have uh, opportunity to pick a brain like yours. And uh, Donald Trump says the reason why most people fail is that they don't take the opportunity. They don't take advantage of it. So, Ms. Sheila, what I'm hoping is, is that by the end of this conversation tonight, that you will leave uh, some information where an individual can contact you. Uh, what I do is custom cabinet designs, and um, basically we don't buy cabinets. We actually build them from scratch. It's all handmade, and, and our brand is the fact that it's all made by wood, out of wood. And, and, and the most amazing thing about all of that is is that it's a black man doing it, and most people, when they see it, they absolutely do not believe it. But, Neil, if you uh, talk to uh, Alonzo or some of the people around the station, they've seen, they've seen the work. So, Ms. Sheila... One of the things that I would like to uh, just ask uh, questions of you is the marketing aspect of it and um, networking aspect of it and how to push this thing to the next level. God bless you, uh, Linnell, and God bless you, Ms. Sheila. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for your phone call. I'm going to try to give you as much information as I can in a short amount of time, but I share BYOB with entrepreneurs a lot. And as an entrepreneur, you are your company a lot of the time, mm -hmm. and it's an extension of you. So I would ask you, what makes you unique? Because that's what's going to be reflected in your company. I'm going to give you an example. Let's go to Steve Jobs and uh, Apple. When you think about that company, you think about a company that's innovative, that does things a little bit differently, uh, that pushes the envelope, maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, even when he started that company, he said, if you remember back in the day, it was the logo, and then it said, think differently. Think differently. Mm -hmm. That was the, the slogan behind that. If you say those words, that means you have to do something different. Apple became different. But if you research the man, the man was different. Yes, he was. The man was innovative, and innovative just means he was creative. And this is the power of words, because we use words and we don't necessarily know their real meaning. But if you look at the word creative, on one side sits innovative, on the other side it kind of sits artistic. Hmm. He was on the innovative side, the person who thinks out of the box, the person who does something a little to the left. The other side of creative is a person who's more artistic, an artist, a writer, a painter, he put and infused his brand, who he was, into that company. So I would ask you, and I always say to, to entrepreneurs, because you're so closely connected to that business, because it is your passion and your baby, what is it you want people to get when they interact with your company, when they interact with you? Because something's coming to mind when they see you as the head of that company, 
and when they see your products. That has to be reflected in everything that you do, in your website, in your business cards, in your conversation, in your marketing materials, and then ultimately your product. But it's hard to find your uniqueness. You're not the only cabinet maker. Yeah. So I, I got to determine what is it that makes me want to come to you as opposed to somebody else. Yeah. That's the essence of understanding that brand. I, you broke that down very well, and Tommy he he hung up. But you know he's called into the show before, and I know Tommy he makes custom cabinets from you know by hand. So he's mm-hmm. he's he's got a niche, he's got a niche, and it's, you know. So Sheila, tell us one more time where you know we can contact you. You can go to my website, which is www.byobunlimited.com, and that's unlimited spelled out. You can find me on Facebook at byob. Be Your Own Brand, in parentheses, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Sheila C. at Be Your Own Brand. Nice, nice. Now, Sheila, you said something that caught my attention, and I, I want to kind of go back to it because, you know, it's 2013, we're, we're living in the 21st century, and one of the things you talked about was presence, you know, so your web presence. Mm-hmm. And my question is, how important is social media and web presence to our brands? Well, in this age that we're living in, it's imperative. You You just can't... It's almost like you can't leave home without it, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a, such an extension of who you are. How your brand helps you with your web presence is it's going to help you stay consistent to the person that you are. So if you say again that you're, uh, let's say, humorous, okay, then your website and or your Facebook page should reflect a little humor because it's naturally who you are. It doesn't mean you have to be telling jokes all the time, but you may insert a little bit of the lighter side. If you, say you're, if you say you're straightforward, the message that you're going to send on Facebook and Twitter and, and even in your website presence, it's, going to, it's not going to have a lot of fluff because that's not your natural nature. Right, right. Straight to the point. Let's get Straight to, to it. Straight to the point. Yeah, something that's going straightforward, you gotta hit. you got to hit it. Right, right. Okay. All right. So let me, so, you know, so there's, there's uh, you know, you gotta, we have a wide audience and you have people who may not have web presence. Um, and then you have young people who have web presence and, you know, you know, genera- Generation Y and the generation beneath them, they, they really go in on social media. What would, what would be your message to them around brand? Because a lot of this ends up staying out there for quite some time. Could it damage brand at some point? Can you rebrand yourself? You can always, I believe, rebrand yourself. But when you do that, you have to be clear about what you're rebranding yourself as because, you have to be consistent. The whole part to branding is the consistency and the authenticity of it. Again, I'm going to give examples because if Mercedes said that they were first class and luxury, or even let's take a, a person again like Steve Harvey who said he's humorous and straightforward. If he says that on Monday and he projects that on Monday, then on Tuesday Mercedes sells you a lemon and you got plastic seats. But then on Thursday you went back and you got Okay, a halfway, then your eyebrow again goes up. Mm-hmm. There's true. no consistency there. That's true. And, so and, now if Steve says that he's funny, he's been humorous, whether he's doing Family Feud, whether he's doing his talk show, whether he's doing his radio show, whether he's writing a book. That's why you brand yourself on who you are, not what you do. Because when you know who you are, you can take that anywhere. The what can change, but the who doesn't change if it's authentically you. Now, that's that's important. So what you're saying is you brand yourself on who you are, not what you do. Mm -hmm. 
And so because that, in this economic climate, how many people have lost their jobs? I teach this to people who are looking to regain employment, and they branded themselves on a particular, op, you know, a particular position. Say they were VP at some major company. Mm-hmm. I'll use me for an example. If I thought my creativity was only based on me being an executive in the record business, what happens when I leave? Right. Right. If I branded myself on being a senior VP at Arista, which I was, when I leave Arista, who am I? Mm-hmm. But if I'm creative, I'm creative sitting in that seat. I'm creative outside of that seat. Clearly, I think I'm creative. Who would call a company BYOB? I like it. I like it. Because your creativity or your brand, it doesn't stop. Right, right. So let, let me ask you this, you know, because this is interesting. You know, so you have the workplace, and then a lot of us, you know, we have things that we're doing outside the workplace. I'm, I'm a great example of this, right? I'm an executive for a Fortune 500 company. But at the same time, you know, I'm a life coach. I'm a blogger. Inspirational Perspective is definitely a personal platform. Now, in my opinion, I believe it's a platform that will help promote what my company is about, the culture of the company. Um, I don't see them, you know, pushing against each other. But, you know, can a person have two different brands? You know, you know, can they have one at work and another one in their personal life? Nope. Why? You have 20 characteristics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you an example. You know, I try to give examples that people can visualize. Let's take Mercedes, for example. So okay. if they told you they were first class, luxury, and dependable, and they did that, they said it's only from 9 to 5. Right. And you went to buy a car at 5.06, and it was a limit. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, but you said X. Right. Right? right. If you said, okay, well, it's only Monday through Friday, and you went to buy a car on Saturday, hmm. there's a problem. There. Yeah. What happens is, is that you always are who you are. You just use those attributes differently. So I'm sure when people say that they're funny, they're funny at home. They're going to tell a joke at home. You may not tell the same joke at home that you're going to tell at work. If you're a very detailed person, you're Mm -hmm. detailed at work and you're detailed at home. What you're detailed about is a little different at home than it is at work. You might be detailed in the fact that you keep your car clean and you you got your garage straight and your house is straight. Well, at work, your reports are are all done a certain way. On point. They're on point, huh? Okay. It's not that you change who you are. You're just doing it differently based on your environment. So you're telling me that I cannot be an inspirational leader in the community and then turn that off at work. No, I'm sure at your office, you're still sharing positive information. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. Because that's who you are. Yeah. And I don't know that they always want to hear it, but doesn't I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to them. It doesn't matter because <laughs> who you are is who you are. Yeah, so that's if true. you're really that person who likes to inspire people, who always has a word to encourage people, it doesn't stop from nine to five. I like that. That's true. Your parents are looking for you to that. Your friends look for you. To, you know what? I need a word. I'm going to call him. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, it ha- and, that, and that happens, too. Exactly, because who happen. you are is who you are. So you may do it differently. Now, the word that you give when you're doing inspirational speaking may not be the same word that you can give in your office. But okay. you are still going to always try to show something positive. I like it. Uh, yeah, and you're right. I mean, and I asked you the question on purpose because I think, uh, I think a lot of times most of us, we want to bring somebody different to work. And I believe 
that one of the reasons why, yeah, and so let's, you know, African-American community listening, most of us, I know there's others out there, but I believe that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to do well or to be successful in a corporate environment because you find yourself assimilating. We're oh, not, it's very hard. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not bringing 100% of who we are to the workplace. And, you know, part of I'm the chief diversity officer at U.S. Cellular, and part of my job is to make sure that we, you know, anybody can bring 100% of themselves to the job place. You know, so you're right. I mean, my, my brand is my brand, no matter where I am, whether I'm in those walls, between those walls, or I'm, I'm here in this studio. So You uh, have to define that, because I work mostly in corporate America when I do BYOB, and I have found that there are even VPs. I've worked with VPs, senior VPs, people who have very successful careers that when we start talking about their personal brand, they have no idea what it is because they've assimilated so long. Wow. And they're actually frustrated Mm -hmm. because it's like, wow. And then they're trying to say, well, I'm just trying to keep it real, but when I keep it real, it's not working for me. Well, what is real? See, you got to first figure out what makes you you, and then you figure out how to use that in the environment. I'll give you an example again. If you're talking about Beyonce and she says she's hot and sexy. Right. What she wears to the basketball game is not the same look that she's wearing to the MTV Awards. And what she wears to the MTV Awards is not the same look that she's wearing to if she sat on the Oprah Winfrey show. I like where you're going. She's very clear about her demographic. Mm-hmm. I'm still giving you hot and sexy, but I'm very clear that I'm talking to moms and stay-at-home mothers on the Oprah Winfrey show. I'm very clear that I'm sitting courtside and somebody could look up my dress if I'm sitting at a basketball game. And I'm very clear that at the MTV Awards, there's a whole different dynamic. You're never confused about who she is, though. You get the same energy no matter what her environment. You know, so that's interesting because, you know, here we sometimes I think we think, you know, so I'm keeping it real and keeping it real means you got to be raw and hard all the time. But what you're saying is that, you know, the people that we look up to and, you know, let's, you know, the entertainment industry who have these brands that we know so well, they also use wisdom and they're very thoughtful about how they bring that brand to the public giving the setting. So, so to my question before, you know, a lot of times maybe it's, you know, we think, you know, well, I can't bring my full self, but you can bring your full self. You just have to bring your full self in a very, a wiser way than what you've been bringing it. Right. And you have to tell yourself, I had, this is a classic example. I had a uh, woman who was an executive at a company and when she and I were working on her brand, she said, I'm bold, I'm strong, I'm powerful. Right. Mm -hmm. She used those three words. Right. And what I told her was, you called yourself the same thing three different ways. You've got to be more than that. I like it. And Mm -hmm. she just really started crying because she realized she's been telling herself all just those three things for her, her whole life. I'm bold. I'm strong. I can make it happen. I'm keeping it real. I said, you made yourself mad before you even got out of the bed. Man, yeah. <laughs> she didn't have I a said, chance. You gotta, okay, I'll give you strong. Let's give you strong. Because she was a single black mom, and she was, you know, definitely making it up the corporate ladder. I said, but there's got to be some other sides to you that you just don't even want to share. And when she realized that there were some other things, then it tempered the strong. Mm, man. But if you tell yourself those three things, there's nothing but you to do to jump up and get ready to start fighting. Sheila, I love it. I love it. All right, Chicago, we're, we're, we're on the phone with Sheila Coates of BYOB, Be Your Own Brand. 
I know you. Some of you have questions, Sheila. We got a couple of callers, so let's let's move to some callers real quick. All right. All right. So Michelle from the South Side, you're on the air with Sheila Coates and Linnell Harris. Honor and a pleasure, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for having this awesome woman on this program tonight. I know, right? Uh, hey, man, this is something we need to have her on uh, as your uh, side host or something <laughs> on a permanent basis. <laughs> Let's give her a I job, huh? You do. Oh, yeah, excellent, excellent. I would like to know, Miss Sheila Coach, how you would do this. And if you could do this, how would you brand God? Hmm. Well, I think in his word, he tells you. I don't tell people what their brands are. I help them discover it. Those are the best ways. And God told you what he was. He's love. He's omnipotent. I'm all-powerful. And he okay. gives that to you. Uh-huh. And, so he, when he's, and, and, and he's omniscient. And yes. he's omnipresent. So exactly. now, if I'm God-like, mm-hmm. And that is one of my three that makes me unique. And, and I really shouldn't say that because everybody's supposed to, but most people don't act like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how would I brand myself as an uh, ambiguous, creative, eccentric person that is actually representing God in every phase of whatever it is I choose to do? Well, a couple of ways. One, you have to decide what your uniqueness is. We people are the only people he gave the ability to have a choice. Mm-hmm. We are the only people he gave the ability to, to make decisions. And he says in the Word, some will be called prophets, some will be called teachers, so he knows everybody has their own uniqueness. Now, as I started out, we all have some similarities. And we should all carry those similarities, no matter who we are. So say you, you carry the traits of, of what God wants you to reflect, which is love, which is forgiveness. But there's still something unique about Michelle and her eclecticness. The way she shows her love is different than the way maybe Linnell shows his love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, you still have to define what makes you unique. And if you are eclectic, when I have a friend, she's eclectic, and she didn't necessarily embrace that word early on, but she realized her eclecticness was not only in her mix, it was in the way she dressed. She likes a different mix. She, mm-hmm. has, a diff- she has a broader range of friends. She, she's going to have friends from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Her business is eclectic. So when you say something, again, like I said, you have to be something and you have to look like something. That is the beauty of God. That is being who he called you to be. He didn't call us all to be the same. Defining your uniqueness and then putting that love on top, the way you love is going to be totally different than the way somebody else loves. But now let me ask you, there is only one God, right? Mm-hmm. And he made his children God-like. Mm-hmm. Let's just say I'm God. There's only one of me. That makes me unique all by itself, doesn't it? But you're not God. Yeah, but you're not God. Yeah, see, Michelle, I see where you're going with this, but but, but uh, you you're know, not so, God. so he yeah, made he, you, and he said multiply. So clearly, he knew that everybody couldn't be him. Yep, and Sheila, you know what I love? What I love about your answer, and one of the things that you you called mm-hmm. out almost immediately was you said love. You know, God is love, and so Michelle, you know, as a life coach, what I would say is. 
you know, one of the things we do is we work with people and we ask them to come from being. And, and, and coming from being is a lot of what Sheila's talking about tonight. And, you know, one of the one of the essence names that we give an individual who's coming from being sometimes is love. And what I would say is, you know, take that and say, OK, now, if love is where I'm coming from and love is God, God is love, then how do these other two descriptors fit? And what would that look like for me? What would that look like for me? But I think that's a really good good place to begin to come from. We have a few more callers, so I really, I really appreciate it. All right? Thank you. Okay. All right. Quentin, Quentin out of Bellwood, you're on the air, my brother. What's going on? How y'all feeling this evening? Good. See, how are you? I've really been enjoying your um, presence on this show. You've been spitting some knowledge to us. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Well, this is my question. I'll go back to when you were talking about how uh, you can't have two different brands within one. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you is, how do you combine something? What I do is I'm an educator. I work um, in the Chicago school system. I educate, I coach, and I mentor the youth. Okay. And apart from that, I also love to do music. I work heavily in hip-hop and work with different artists throughout the city. And I find the divide sometimes with working with the two of them, you know, working with the kids, you know, being that voice and trying to teach them, you know, how to focus on their education and not be so caught up with all of this that's going out there and losing their identity in it while at the same time I try to do the same thing from a music aspect where it comes with a blue collar point of view and how you can motivate yourself to be better. And sometimes I still find a divide with the two where I'm finding myself having to brand myself one way with my music and brand myself another way in my professional life. And how do I bring those two together? That's where my question was leaning more so towards. All right. I want to make sure that I heard you. You said you educate, coach, and mentor youth, right? Correct. Okay. And then you said I also work in music, hip-hop, and you work with artists. Correct. Okay. I got three words out of that. And, and just roll with me here for a second. What I got out of what you just said, one, you're a leader. See, again, words are powerful, and if you don't understand what they mean, you'll just use them and not really know. Leader is someone, at the end of the day, when you look it up, is someone who guides, someone who helps people. So you help children, you help artists. You're a leader. You're also creative because you work in terms of a coach, you work in terms of education, that's kind of, you know, kind of leading from an innovative standpoint. You've got to figure things out. You've got to take that leap. Same thing you do when you work with artists in hip-hop. That's a different kind of artistry. That's a different kind of creative. Music is creative. But you still got to figure it out. Where am I going? I've got to be innovative. I've got to figure out the beat. The last one that I hear you say that connects to both of those is inspiring. You inspire your youth. You're inspiring your artists. I work with artists, so they need a lot of inspiration. Got to keep their heads straight. Got to make sure they, you know, thinking positive. So now if we were working on your brand, your branding statement would look something like this. I'm Quentin. I am a confident, creative, inspiring leader. Everybody's statement starts with confident. I don't care who you are because every now and then you just aren't feeling confident. Mm. You got to remind yourself of that. I always tell people, what gets you back on track when you're off track? Everybody gets off track. I've worked with some of the best artists and the best celebrities. They get ready to hit the stage, have done it a thousand times. There's always a little bit of jitters. I can Just believe like, that. Like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, <laughs> Muhammad Ali always tells himself, I am the greatest. That was motivating himself. Mm-hmm. 
So if Quentin said to himself, I am a confident, creative, inspiring leader, because you know you do that without thinking, that's who you are. You do that at work with kids. You do that when you do your music. When you say those three words, they require a certain action. Mm. Right? Exactly. Wow. Now, you know if that feels like you. I just did that right off the cuff. But that's what I help people come to. I listen, then I help you define it. No, that was that was very profound. And, um, you know, that just kind of, you know, of course, right in the bud. I, could, I wouldn't have been able to say anything about myself. I mean, that was very profound, so I appreciate that. No worries. But it's really who you are. It's what you've been doing. Yep. Exactly. You don't have to separate the two. You do them differently from 9 to 5 than you might do after 5. But if you say you're that person, a leader is someone who guides. I love it. Sheila, I don't, I don't think you know how many people you just helped. And, and the guy you just helped on the phone right now is my little brother. So, hey, Q, thanks for oh, calling wow. in, man. <laughs> thanks for calling in. All right, no problem at all. I'm going to listen to the rest of the show. It's great. All right, all right. So, so Sheila, we're in the home stretch now. We're in the home stretch. And so, once again, where can people, you know, find you? How do they get in contact with you? Again, you can find me on my website. Um, that's www.byobunlimited.com. You can also find me on my Facebook page, which is BYOB, Be Your Own Brand. And then on Twitter, Sheila C. at Be Your Own Brand. All right. Well, Chicago, it's been real. That was Sheila Coach. Sheila, thank you for taking some time with us tonight, this evening. Thank you. I, I had a great time, and I hope people walked away with just a little bit more than, than they came to the table with. Oh, yeah. You know what? We have to figure out how to get you back sometime soon. Definitely. Thank uh, you so much, Linnell. Oh, you're welcome, Sheila. I appreciate you. All righty. Bye-bye. This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois, on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to Inspirational Perspective's Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.